a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. So, of course, we often reference Einstein on this show, uh, who said that he wasn't smarter than anyone else. It was just that he was willing to stay with the questions a little bit longer. And that's so important for us in so many different areas of life. It's not just dealing with politics and pandemics and the economy and jobs and so on. Uh, Just staying with the question, just reflecting a little more often changes our perspective in significant ways if we allow it. And we have to get to this, we have to get past this instant certainty that we seem to foster and even celebrate in this country, that we have this instant certainty that, that we have to know, we have to get the headline, and we have to post it on our social media feeds, and uh, it's we're instantly certain about things. Uh, I would suggest that uh, instant certainty uh, is usually the enemy of truth. It definitely undermines trust. Uh, we have people from people who talk on radio to people who talk on television Uh, who write, uh, who influence in different ways. And you always have to be careful uh, because with instant certainty, it amazes me. Some people can be instantly certain about something right up to the point they're proven wrong, and then they're just as instantly certain about whatever they decide to say next. Uh, I try to go the opposite way. Uh, I believe in instant uncertainty uh, because I think staying with the question a little longer always leads you to a better place always leads you to more information, and we know good information leads to good inspiration and usually makes the better decisions. But are we willing to do that? And here's the backside to that. Are we willing, when we find out that we were wrong, are we willing to change? Are we willing to move to a a different space? Or do we just hunker down and double down on the area where we were wrong. I think one of the things that has undermined a lot of trust and confidence in political leaders, government officials, even some scientists, is this unwillingness to accept that we just might have gotten it wrong or that, you know, we tried this and it didn't work. And so now we're going to try something different. Because to me, that's wisdom. Uh, I really trust and admire and value the input I get from people who are willing to say, yeah, I got that wrong or I read that wrong. Uh, And as we've been talking about earlier today uh, on Dave and Dejanovic, this is a novel, novel coronavirus. Novel being the operative word. It is new. It is unique. It is different. So are there going to be mistakes made? Absolutely. But if we just ignore the mistakes, if we just double down on the mistakes, that undermines trust and that prevents us from getting to the truth and that absolutely stops us from making any kind of progress. Now, I know a lot of us are are feeling pretty broken and pretty hunkered down uh, after a year and a half of this and a host of other challenges going on. But as our friend David Brooks uh, has said on numerous occasions, 
It's it's not enough to be broken. Uh, you have to be broken open. Uh, and just like that seed, if you're if you're just broken, you're you're not going to make it. But if you break open, uh, then you got a shot at new life, new perspective, new insight. And I think this is a good time for all of us to step back and question, not just our leaders, question ourselves. Uh, that that look in the mirror moment is always a tough moment, never pleasant, because often we we see what we lack and see where we need to improve or areas where maybe we've shown a little bit of contempt rather than listening and understanding. Now, it was interesting uh, in yesterday's press conference, uh, Governor Cox, uh, in, again, urging people uh, to get vaccinated, uh, talked about it in terms of people that people do tend to trust. Take a listen. If you if you don't believe me, if you're um, you know if you're if you're a religious person, um, if, if you're if you're a Catholic, listen to the Pope, who, who said that this is a moral imperative um, for everyone to get vaccinated. If you're if you're a, a Latter Day Saint, listen to the the president of the the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, who said that this is not just a godsend, but a literal godsend, literally sent from God um, to bless us. If you're, if, if politics is your religion, then then believe Donald Trump, who was so instrumental in getting this vaccine to us, who got the vaccine himself, and who has encouraged others to get the vaccine. If you're a Democrat, um, it, it, you believe that the president um, elected from your party, President Biden, who has over and over again encouraged people to get the vaccine. If you're an atheist, there are lots of prominent atheists who are encouraging people to get this vaccine. It's one of the, the, those rare things that, uh, that, that so many people can agree on from different walks of life, from different races, from different religions, uh, that, that this, this is here to save lives. We don't, we don't have to be going through this again right now if you, will, if you will just please, please, please get the vaccine. So again, that's Utah Governor Spencer Cox at the press conference yesterday uh, really imploring everyone to, to listen to who you trust. And if that's a religious leader, if that's a political leader, if that's a business leader, uh, whoever that may be, He's saying, go to the people you trust uh, and, and really listen. And I think, it, I think that's really important. Uh, I, I suggested to Dave and Debbie today that uh, we, should, we should get uh, President Biden, if he really wanted to make a power move, he should invite all these people to the White House, including former President Trump, and they should all just make a joint statement uh, about getting vaccinated. And that would be pretty clear because it's very easy for us to divide again, to, to break off. Well, if, you know, if this person says it, no way. Uh, and we've done this before we've gone through and looked at statements, uh, surprising statements often, uh, made by people that you wouldn't expect. And you, you say, okay, I'm going to read this statement. And people, people on the left will say, Oh, I love that. I love that. And you say, well, that actually was Donald Trump. Or you read a statement to someone on the right. And they say, oh, yeah, that's absolutely right. I fully agree with that. And then you tell them it was from President Biden. And there's a lot of that. There are so many places. Yes, we have differences in this country. Of course we do. Uh, but this is not about politics. Uh, this is about moving people forward. Moving forward. And I think everyone, I don't know anybody, I don't know a single soul uh, who wants to just hunker down uh, and 
try to ride this thing out. Everybody from across the political spectrum and across the country and around the world, everybody wants this to be done. Everybody wants to uh, move forward in a different way, in an open way, in an engaged way. So let's figure that out. Let's quit deciding whose fault it was or pointing fingers, placing blame, shrugging shoulders, not my not my fault. Uh, let's square the shoulders together. And if your shoulder doesn't have a shot in it yet, get a shot. Uh, if you want to get perspective, go talk to someone who's lost a loved one. Go talk to someone uh, who lives with or works with the first responder. And just get a little different perspective. But the thing that is not going to help us, the thing that's not going to move us forward, is beating each other over the head, trying to change behavior. It doesn't work. Any of you who have children, you know this. Nagging your children to good behavior is a lose, lose, lose situation. Never works out well. And the parent just ends up being exhausted in the end. (laughs) And the room is still messy. The dishes are still undone. And the garbage has not been taken out. And in my case, the garage has not been cleaned, which is my job. But beating people over the head with things doesn't work. It doesn't work. And so let's, let's think different. Let's have a different kind of conversation. Let's take a look at where people are coming from. Uh, we shared it yesterday. Uh, former uh, New Jersey Governor Chris Christie talked about a friend that he talked to who was very much against the vaccine. Very libertarian approach to things. And he said, we just had a long conversation. He said, I didn't try to beat him over the head with this statistic or that. I didn't try to berate him into behavior. I didn't try to ridicule uh, his belief or where he's coming from. We just had a conversation. Uh, You want to be an influencer? Do it different. Don't beat up. Don't berate. Don't have contempt. Don't get bitter. Uh, Just have a different kind of conversation. And listen... And then also be willing to be transparent and admit when you're wrong or when things need to be tweaked. All right, we're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about communication, what's going on in New York and how we've got to change the conversation when it comes to sexual harassment in the workplace. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.